You're listening to History, Zoology, and Stories for Kids, where we learn about the mysteries in history, the Wiz of Wars Zoology, and Super Stories. Let's get started. Hey kids, and welcome back to History, Zoology, and Stories for Kids. Before we get started on our normal podcast, I want to tell you that History, Zoology, and Stories for Kids is working on a brand new podcast called The Wow Factor of Science. We haven't published it yet, but in a few more weeks, we'll be ready to publish that podcast and you can listen to it. It's all about science. Now, let's get started. All right, kids. So, today our episode is going to be is going to be about indigenous people of North America or the olden America from long, long, long time ago. And our story is Princess Poppy, the Baby Twins by Jania Lewis-Jones. And for our zoology, it's all about penguins. And to be precise, it's the emperor penguin, the largest penguin of its kind. I know guys, from Octonauts. Yes. I have my co-host, Sophia, here joining me today. Hi! And today, as you know, at, at, the end of this, at the end of this episode, we are going to, to listen to another presentation that my, that my friend has been telling. It's all about the plant Rafflesia. It is... The person who is doing this presentation today will be my friend, Nathan. Okay, let's get started. Indigenous people of North America. Before Europeans settled in in North America, it was home to hundreds of groups of indigenous people, or as some people know them as native people. North America can be divided into 10 regions called cultural areas. In each area, people share similar ways of life. In some places, they farmed, while others lived by hunting. People in different areas had different kinds of homes. Um, a picture was taken in 1876, shows a Paiute village in the Great Basin area. These huts, made from sticks, are called wikiups. The Inuit, the people of the icy Arctic, lived by catching fish and hunting seals, whales, and walruses. The Inuit chased these animals in light sealskin boots called kayaks. Wait, sorry. Light sealskin boats called kayaks. 
Um, so now I'm gonna tell you all about the Apec woman. The Apec lived in a hot, dry southwest. An Apec woman or girl would spend her time gathering wild plants for food, including prickly pears, roots, and seeds. The Apec girl was was photographed in 1905. Okay, that's it kids for our history. Now, let's take a short break before we get on to Princess Poppy and the baby twins. Don't miss it! get to use with the mystery sound. All right, here it comes. We're gonna give you a hint. It has nothing to do with old with olden America and it doesn't isn't related to our story today or anything in this podcast we're going to we're going to continue to our story before we give you the answer well let's get on with our story okay kids as I said the, our story today is Princess Poppy, the Baby Twins by Janie Lewis Jones. We're going to get back to that mystery sound right after our story. Okay, let's begin. Princess Poppy, the Baby Twins. The Baby Twins. Featuring Mom, da- Grandpa, Dad, Honey, Granny Bumble, the twins, and, of course, Princess Poppy. Mom, when will the babies come? asked Poppy. I can't wait to have two baby girls to dress up. They will be so much more fun than dolls. Any day now, darling, but we don't know if there will be girls yet, laughed Mom. Now, off you go and tidy the spare room. Grandpa is coming to stay and look after you until the twins arrive. Let's pause there a minute, kids. Have you ever had twins? Or maybe, you, maybe you're maybe you a twin with someone else. Or maybe you just had a humble little sibling. Have you? Uh, yes, you are my big older sister. Okay. So I actually... So, I have two younger sisters, and it's not very easy. Let's see how Poppy reacts to this. When Poppy came down to breakfast the next morning, Grandpa was spreading raspberry jam on a slice of homemade bread, and Mom and Dad were nowhere to be seen. He explained to Poppy that during the night, Dad had taken Mom to the healing house because the babies were on their way. 
Have they actually been born yet? Asked Poppy as she sat down to breakfast. But before Grandpa had a chance to reply, the phone rang. Have, have the babies come yet, Grandpa? Asked Poppy as soon as he put the phone down. They certainly have. You have a new sister and a new brother. Wow, sighed Poppy. That's amazing. Can we go see them right now? Of course, said Grandpa. Go and get ready while I clear up. Poppy was at the door and ready to go in a flash. When Poppy and Grandma arrived at the healing house, Mom was sitting up in the bed, looking happy, but tired. Hello, my lovely big girl, said Mom. Hmm, that's strange, Poppy thought. Yesterday, she called me her lovely late, her lovely little girl. Something must have been up. Next to Mom's bed were two Moses baskets. Poppy peeped inside the first one, which had a soft pink blanket tucked over a tiny baby. Oh, she's just like a doll. Wait until Honey sees her. We can dress her up all day long, exclaimed Poppy. Then Poppy looked at her baby brother. Aw, he's so cute, she said as she stroked his tiny fingers. He wriggled around and pulled funny faces. As Poppy gazed at her new brother and sister, Dad put his arm around her and said, Mom and I wondered whether you could help us choose names for the twins. Do you have any favorites, Poppy? Angel is my favorite girl's, game, girl's name, and Archie is my favorite boy's name, replied Poppy. Mom and Dad looked at each other and nodded. What lovely names. They're perfect. Poppy beamed with pride. After a few days, Mom and Dad brought Angel and Archie back to Honeysuckle Cottage. I've laid out my tea set so we can all have a party, said Poppy proudly as they walked in. This is your cup, Angel, and this is yours, Archie. Angel and Archie just gurgled. What a lovely idea, Poppy, but they're too young for tea parties, explained Mom. I'm sure they'll love games like that when they're a little bit older. But I just wanted to play with them, Poppy said quietly. What a nice sister you already are, said Mom as she kissed Poppy. Now, let's pause there a minute, listeners. So, have you ever wanted to do something nice? And maybe you got a little bit embarrassed because it's not really what you're supposed to do, like Poppy. Yeah, maybe some of you have. Let's continue. The next day, lots of visitors popped in to meet Angel and Archie. First to arrive were Honey and Granny Bumble. All they do is cry and sleep. 
grumbled Puppy. And still, everyone adores them and ignores me. Do you think we were ever like that? Suggested, asked Honey. Let's look at my baby album and see, suggested Poppy. It's got lots of pictures of you, too. Look, I was just like Angel, except I'm happy in all the pictures. I probably didn't cry as much as she did, as she does, said Poppy. Now, listeners, I think I'm like Poppy, too. When I was a baby, my mom said... I didn't cry as much as my younger sisters. Yes, agreed Honey. I'm not crying in my pictures either. We must have been really good babies. Now, let's take a short break right there, listeners. And we'll continue the story in a little bit. put your ears to use again. You can go back to when we played the mystery sound and maybe you have second guesses. All right, here's the answer. That was the sound of my younger sister taking a, taking a jar of markers to make something for her podcast. So that's why you might have heard some clinking noises like this. That was the sound of her moving the jar around and also putting it down on the table. And the the part where you heard the sound like this, that was the sound of her putting out the markers. Well, now you know. Let's get back to that story. Okay, listeners, let's continue. So, at times, Poppy loved her new babies with all her heart, but other times, they made her feel they made her feel sad, cross, lonely, 
They were always hungry and took too much milk and got and got sore tummies. But no matter how annoying they felt, everyone always said, Oh, they're beautiful. Aren't they adorable? Then they would look at Poppy and say, Gosh, Poppy is such a big girl now. It being small was cute. Poppy felt like she could never be cute again. After Honey had left, Poppy felt sad. Nothing is the same anymore, Ruby, Poppy complained to her big rag doll. Mom and Dad are always fuzzing over the twins. Everyone who used like me likes the babies better now. Then Archie and Angel started crying. Ugh, not again, said Poppy, reaching for her earmuffs to block out the noise. Then, Poppy had an idea. I'll run away to my treehouse. I won't hear them crying from there. Poppy, Poppy phoned Honey to see whether she wanted to run away with her, and they gathered to meet, and they arranged to meet at the treehouse. I wonder how long it will take for anyone to notice I've gone, thought Poppy miserably as she packed her backpack. Then, as she went out to her treehouse, Honey was right next to it. She was getting ready to climb up the ladder. This is fun, said Poppy, and it's really quiet. They did a jigsaw puzzle and then some coloring in. They had a tea party for their dolls and ate some yummy cakes that Honey had brought with her. Poppy and Honey were having a lovely time. Then, all of a sudden, Poppy realized no one had come to look for her yet. Mom hasn't even noticed I've left, sobbed Poppy. But we haven't been gone that long, said Honey. I'm sure she'll notice soon. While Honey was trying to make Poppy feel better, Mom came outside and started hanging out more washing. Then she heard what sounded like crying coming from coming from the treehouse. Bobby, is that you up there? asked Mom. Are you alright? Poppy is upset because she thinks nobody loves her anymore, explained Honey as she peeped out the window. Oh Poppy, sighed Mom. Come down and give me a hug. Poppy, my lovely little girl, Mom explained, and swept Poppy into her arms. We all still love you as much as ever. It's just that we're, that we're busy with the babies. They will always need so much attention, I promise you. I'm sorry you've been feeling left out. Poppy sniffed. Mom looked as upset as Poppy felt. Why don't I ask Granny Bumble to look after Angel and Archie this afternoon, and we can go to the village together, she just she suggested. Poppy wiped her eyes, sniffed, then nodded. I'll go ask Granny, said Honey, who was worried about her best friend and just wanted Poppy to be her old self again. Poppy and Mom held hands as they went down to the village together. They looked in, window in shop windows, then they went to Bumblebee's tea shop and had cakes and milkshakes. After that, they fed the ducks from the riverbank. 
Poppy was having a lovely time with Mom just like she used to before the twins were born. Suddenly, Poppy wondered how Angel and Archie were doing back at Honeysuckle Cottage. I think we should go home now. The babies will be missing us, and I'm kind of missing them, confessed Poppy. Mom smiled and hugged Poppies. Still my little princess, always my little princess, she said. The end. Well, that's that's our story for today. Let's take a little break, then let's go on with zoology. Okay, kids. So today our history, I mean our zoology, is going to be all about emperor penguins. So first of all, you need to know the beginning of an emperor penguin. So an emperor penguin female lays an egg, then leaves it with their with the with their mate to take care of. Now, how do they mate? You ask. Well, once a female and a male mate together, how you can tell that they're a mate is that when they mate, they start to dance in the same way. Amazing, isn't it? Well, then after the female penguin leaves the egg with her her mate, the female penguin will go to sea, then try to find some krill and bring it back for their babies and for themselves, of course. And once the emperor chicks are born, they have to be careful of skuas. Skuas are a type of bird from Antarctica that eats baby penguins. Then, after that, they grow up and become a fully grown emperor penguin. Okay, that's it for our zoology today. Now we're going to listen to Nathan's presentation, all about the plant Rafflesia. If you want to know about a plant. I'm going. To, I'm going to find a presentation that is just that fits exactly with your question, or I can research and give you the deets. Well, now let's listen to Nathan's presentation. You ready? Here it comes. Hi, friends. Uh, sorry. Hi, friends. My name is Nathan. Today I'm going to presentation about Raphesia. Raphesia size is 10 kilogram, 70 until 110 centimeter, and 50 centimeter. Wow, that is a large size. Their color are red and it's the reddish brown, and they have white dots like this. In order to grow, they need the water from coast because their nutrients are in there and fine from grapes. Their habitat are in Indonesia. Sumatra and in Taman Bungkulu. Their kinds are Raphesia arnoldi, Raphesia patma, Raphesia kreti, Raphesia kreti, Raphesia chanclei, and there is more. Their parts are only a petal, and their lifespan is five until seven days. It's short, and their fact is they have no root or branch and stem. It is the biggest flower in the world, and it is the 
the little smallest flower. Thank you. Okay, that's Nathan's presentation all about Rafflesia. Pretty interesting, huh? I did not know that Rafflesia was even a flower. Well, next episode, we're going to have another one of my friends to, pre to have a presentation all about a plant. And the next presentation is going to be about the sunflower. And the person who is doing that presentation is my friend Justin. And he'll be... And his presentation is great. Well, that's it for today, kids. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to tune in to our other episode, to our other podcast, The Wow Factor of Science. Coming soon, next month, or maybe a few weeks later. Well, bye and thanks for listening.